This week on Last Week, we're asking you to vote between two words, one of which Fonz won't be able to say for the next entire year. Plus, we're talking about a deadly new app and why you shouldn't bite iPhone batteries. Just like this new app, we want you to die with us. This is another episode of Last Week on the Internet. I'm Fonz, and joined, as usual, by my lovely co-host, Jake. How you doing tonight, bud? Doing all right. How about you? I'm all right. Um, Let's jump right in with that intro goof and um, talk about, because we don't have any new games that we've been playing, because PUBG. um, I've been playing League, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, talk about this new app that I discovered called Die With Me. And um, basically, the premise of the app is pretty interesting. You can chat with other people who have the app. Uh, it's, as far as I understand, worldwide. It is also anonymous, like you said, a username. You don't use your phone number or anything like that. But you can only access the chat rooms in the app when your phone is on low battery. You have to have less than 5% battery remaining on your phone, and that allows you to access this chat. And basically, that's the premise of the name Die With Me, is so that you have other people to talk to while your phone is dying. Oh, man. See, what do you think about it? I think it's funny, but I also think it, when usually when my phone's about to die, I'm in a desperate state. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Think about it like this. So, like, if your phone's about to die and you're at home, you're just lazy because you could, and don't get me wrong, I've been there, but uh, yeah. you could just, like, go plug it in because you're obviously at home. You have a charger, most likely. Um, right. So, usually the times where my phone is, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just thought of the goo that I'm about to make and laughed at it in real time. Uh <laughs> For example, so you uh, you might have your phone with you, and you're at a bar, let's just say in Richmond, and <laughs> you may or may not be drinking, and you might need that phone to get home, apparently, because you can't remember how to get home. So yeah. you, you definitely don't want to be wasting battery on a, at a chat room. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the interesting thing is, I mean, sure, yes, it's still going to waste your battery, but... Um, the interesting thing, I don't know if you, I'll put a link in the description, of course, to the to the motherboard article with the app, but um, did you notice that the app is only in black and white um, uh, in the screenshots? No, if you scroll down the, but yeah, yeah, now I do. Well, so that, and red. The, yeah, there is the red for the, the percentage of battery you have left, um, but the black and white on an OLED display would preserve battery, because on an OLED display, anything that's black, the pixels actually would turn off. Uh-huh. So the idea is that, granted, you're still 100% correct in the sense that, you know, using a chat room probably isn't the best use of your last 5%, but you could probably use the chat room, if, if your phone has an OLED display, for a little bit longer than you could do anything else on your phone. <laughs> so I, I just now realized that it's 5% instead of, like, because you get that low battery at, like, 15%. Right. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. That's you got to be less... on that 5%er. You gotta be even less time than normal, cause like, okay, mm-hmm. how often do you let your phone dip down to the the depths of five percent? 
Um, not very. <clears throat> That's me too. Like I said, if <laughs> if my phone ever gets to five percent, I'm feeling desperate. I'm. Yeah. It's a desperate spot I'm in. See, uh, I, I am a technology addicted millennial, so more than likely, if I'm outside, I have a battery pack with me that I can charge my phone with. Because <laughs> I also have a battery pack, but usually, if I like have let my battery die that late, I mm-hmm. did not think I would be out as long as I I was. For, yeah, I, I can think of right now. I was uh, I visited my grandparents over the uh, the holidays, and we were out there much longer than I expected. So mm-hmm. on the drive back, my phone was on low battery, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was I don't know when whenever my phone this is gonna be like super millennial. Whenever my <laughs> phone gets on low battery, I definitely feel um, I I feel like my heart is also on low battery. <laughs> <laughs> I, whenever my phone's on low battery, I'm also on low battery. Yeah, um, I can honestly say that I don't let my phone get low battery enough to have even used this app yet because i did buy it like as soon as i found out about it and i still haven't used it because my phone is never on low battery enough and it it legitimately won't let you access the chat like if you go in there and your phone if you open the app and your phone is not below five percent it won't let you uh you can't go in it right it's funny so um can you Uh, spoof it and like make it think that your battery is on five percent um that's possible actually i'm, I'm not now sure. introducing a <laughs> this app's called die with me uh yeah. now introducing my app called die with us where yeah. it can just all it does is it makes it so your phone thinks it's at five percent <laughs> i did notice um they did actually right before the show it's like breaking news yeah um they did just push an update to the app and um, i'm looking at it right now and um, so at the top, it does tell you, and this was there before the update, but it tells you what percentage your battery is at currently. And um, my phone, I haven't gone outside today, so uh, <laughs> my phone is at 100%. And uh, you can click battery info now, and it'll tell you how much time you have left, um, you know, w- with your battery, what things you could do, like audio, watching videos, and stuff like that. But there's also now, like, a random radio uh, option in here. It just says play radio. Um, Unfortunately, because we're recording right now, my phone is on mute, so I don't know what it's playing or saying. Um, Hmm. But that's kind of weird. I don't know if that's supposed to be an attempt to help your phone get lower battery or what. I'm very unsure about that. But I will, um, after the show, check on that and possibly report back next week. Um, If I remember, which I probably won't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But let's talk about some more new stuff. So what's up with uh, this Nintendo Labo? Is that what it's called? Labo? Labo. Yeah. I think it's Labo, uh, mainly because Labo yeah. makes me think of Labia, so and, let's not yeah. say that. Also, Lab, <laughs> I get it, because it's the lab, you're like a laboratory or something, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, no, I think that's what it's supposed to be, although I think the name Labo sounds stupid, um, make, but sure. play, discover. Yeah, Should I mean, like, make, I would... Discover, uh, discover, make, play, I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to them just calling it Nintendo Lab, or Nintendo yeah. Labs. Or uh, Nintendo stupid? No. Uh, I, I actually don't think it's stupid. I was goofing. Uh, I, I don't think it is either. But well, let's let's talk about what the premise is first. Right. Um, so it's like, it goes with the Nintendo Switch. And effectively, it's kits of cardboard. It sounds really weird. But cardboard and string and other various, you know, uh, 
easily acquired yeah good good term um that you can create things out of that you interact with using the switch like for example so there are going to be two kits upon release um one is called the labo variety kit and in this kit it will have two little rc cars as they call them although they look like bugs to me um that you <coughs> attach your joy cons onto and it, you would use the tablet in your hand to control the the vibration of the joy cons which will cause this little car to move across the floor um there's one fishing rod uh, this is all in that same in the same kit. Uh, there's a fishing rod. There's a house. Um, there's a motorbike or like motorcycle, and then there's a piano, um, and that's in the variety kit. And then there's also the other kit is a robot kit. And as far as I understand, in the robot kit, it's just the robot um, because <clears throat> it's pretty large. Like there's a back part to it. There's uh, hands that you you strap onto you, you like hold uh, I think there's like a head mounted part where you put the tablet into uh, so but all of this is made out of cardboard and string which um, of course brings into question the durability of these items uh, but um, how do you feel about Labo? I think it's cool but also I don't know I'm not, I feel like I'm not gonna it's like the same thing with like the one two switch game where it's uh -huh. just like it seems cool but also I don't want to spend 70 bucks for this nintendo labo right uh, yeah um i see like obviously and of course with um you know with nintendo and with video games they with their video games sorry they of course are trying to market towards a wider audience not so much you know just adults or just kids they really try and pull everyone together and um I do feel like, you know, if you're a kid, this is a cool uh, kit. Or if you're a parent, sorry, this is a cool kit for you to make with your kid. Um, but I feel like for our age group, like our age demographic, it's kind of a tough sell. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. My main issue is, like, I would definitely like to interact with all of these little things that they have, especially the ones in the variety kit. I don't know how much I care about the um, the robot one, although yeah. that one looks like the the most cool. I just don't like it so much because it's um, just that one thing. Um, but then my question is afterwards, what do I do with all this cardboard stuff? I know, that's what I was thinking too. I was just like, <laughs> oh man, after I do that, I'm going to put them in the same place that I put all those loot crates. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, I, I like especially the um the piano one looks really cool. Apparently that one might use um the IR sensor that's on the bottom of the yeah. right hand Dracon, I believe. Yeah, the right Dracon. Um to be able to allow you to play piano. And you, you have to make all this stuff, like you get pre uh what's it called? Uh, perforated like uh, corrugated cardboard that comes with the kit. So like it's already you have to punch it out and assemble it. And uh it seems really cool, but afterwards i'm just like oh now i just have this cardboard piano that i don't care about right like i think if i could go i think i would be satisfied with experiencing all of these by going into like a, a, a best buy and just messing around with them right that's that's me leaving. too yeah <laughs> but i do think it's like a cool idea because like and also i do like appreciate that nintendo is like trying weird stuff right um, i can appreciate that too yeah because like it's a cool idea where you take the idea of like you know the switch which is already doing pretty well and you combine it with like Legos, and yeah. it's like almost like a build-your-own uh, video game, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, with these kits, they will come with the software for the, uh, you know, for the actual toys, I guess if you'll call it, that that go with it. So you know, like the piano thing, it will come with the software for the piano and like all that stuff. It's not like you have to buy it separately, which is a good thing. Right. Um, 
which in my opinion also makes the price a little bit more justifiable um although they're kind of like specific pieces of software um you know like the i don't i don't even know what the house one does but like the house cardboard labo thing goes with the house software so it's not like you could really use one without the other but for the variety kit being 70 dollars, i mean i don't feel like the value isn't there you're getting five different little i guess toys if you will and the software like and the games as well so it's not the worst um but i guess like i was saying for someone our age it's kind of just like uh, i would feel content with just like going to mess around with it somewhere and then like not having to deal with having all this cardboard stuff right um, but i do like uh like you were saying i like the idea of how nintendo is really trying to push the versatility and like the limits of what the switch could do and i think it's like very interesting implementation of the hardware that is packed into the switch and i think it shows like really good potential for how many things the switch might be able to do in the future um, aside from, you know, like, obviously we're used to more traditional style of gaming, whether it's sitting in front of your TV or in the, with the Switch, particularly the handheld mode. But, like, these are kind of, like, completely off the wall. Like you were saying, like, they're doing weird stuff. And right. I think that's that's pretty cool because I think it shows potential for, like, Nintendo in the future doing more off-the-wall stuff with the Switch. And I like how you don't have to buy new hardware. Like, it's your same Switch. I right. mean, obviously, you have to buy the cardboard stuff. Uh, you could probably arguably make it yourself as well, but um, you wouldn't have the software. But, yeah, I, I remember back before the Switch actually dropped, um, people were speculating that the that Nintendo might try and make a VR headset for the Switch um, because of how already well set up the the tablet with the removable Joy-Cons would be. You know, you hold yeah. one Joy-Con in each hand, and then you slide the tablet into a head-mounted like VR display. Oh, and- dude, that'd be sick. I know, and you kind of already have most of the hardware. I mean, you're almost to the levels. You don't have the the same level of accuracy that you have with like a tethered VR, um, with like an Oculus Rift or an HTC Vive. But you have a lot of features with the motion controls and like uh, things like that, as well as the tablet having the accelerometer, so you could tell the direction of your head and things like that. A lot of that hardware is already pumped into the switch as it is so you wouldn't need to add much to it which is really cool yeah um but yeah Um, so speaking of nintendo we have some other nintendo news that (laughs) me tomo which was their like mobile game we uh (laughs) me me network i i don't really want to call it a game but like social network their nintendo me network Mm -hmm. um where they're finally shutting it down, shut it yeah. down. Uh, so how do I, I never tried it out. Did you, you tried it out, right? Yeah, buddy. Oh, you know man. I played Miitomo, <laughs> and much like most people, I stopped playing it within that first month. Um, do you still play Fire Emblem Heroes or whatever? It was? I do not. Okay. <laughs> I stopped playing um, that very quickly. <laughs> yeah, and that is the reason that they're shutting it down, um, because upon its release, it had 10 million users. Uh, it that was is like the bonkers. Yeah, it was like the number one app on on the App Store and the Google Play Store pretty much instantaneously. And then uh, within that first month, people pretty much just stopped playing it. Uh, Because like you were saying, it's not so much of a game as it is like a social network. And really, you kind of just like answered questions, kind of. Uh, You got people would you could compare questions with people uh that you were friends with and things like that and like read their answers and stuff but it wasn't really there wasn't really much content there 
Mm. And uh, I think that's what stopped people from coming back. I know for me personally, that's what stopped me from coming back because I didn't care about just answering random Nintendo questions. It was kind of like the Everybody Votes channel on the Ooh, Wii. Right. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And then, I mean, I don't know how much people cared about that either, but I did. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> But uh, but yeah, unfortunately, we will be uh, bidding a farewell to um, to Mitomo. I don't know when. Uh, let's see, uh, May 9th is when the the, the final the final days. Oh, it should be 3 a.m. on May 9th. So uh, if you do still play Mitomo, go ahead and uh, get all those questions in and collect all the little items and things like that. You'll get uh, daily login bonuses from now until it shuts down. Uh, that's the final thank you festival from Nintendo. Um, I guess kind of just saying this game is dying, so here have all this stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, you'll get uh, every day that you log in, you'll get 2,000 Mitomo coins and five game tickets. Uh, there was like a Pachinki, not Pachinki, Pachinko, I'm playing too much PUBG, <laughs> um, <laughs> style game that you could play in uh, in Mitomo that would give you items like clothing and things like that. And um, yeah, so. I guess that was the uh, the main game content. I'm really unsure as to where they were going with that. Um, that being said, now that I'm reminded of Mitomo, maybe I'll play it a few more times. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not downloading it now or anything like that. Oh, um, man, are you? <laughs> yes, I am. Um, oh, I got quick-baited. <laughs> I'm looking at the, the, the Engadget's like, top games of 2016, and one of their like <laughs> contributors, or I don't know what he who he is but one of the guys uh, on the list picked mitomo as his favorite game of 2016 i was like <laughs> oh man <laughs> he does admit in his like write-up that it was <laughs> for a personal reason i was like still Ugh. yeah well oh, um in other nintendo related news if you hated mitomo but you like amiibo sony's Stop. got just a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> As a as an avid Amiibo fan myself, um, Sony is Stop. dropping basically what are Amiibos um, that are going to be called Totaku, and which uh, uh, aren't uh, I don't know which came first, but aren't Amiibos basically um, like those Skylanders or whatever? Yeah, or, wasn't there a Disney of. one too, or is that Skylanders? Yeah, that's Skylanders. I'm pretty okay. sure. I don't know which one of those two came first, to be honest. Because I thought there was one that had like made-up characters, and then there was one that had like Disney characters. Um, I think Skylanders yeah. was the made-up characters. Yeah, and then and I think Disney had some some there other was, yeah. like licensed characters. It was oh, was it was it because there's Disney Infinity. I think they're different things. Or oh yeah, I, yeah, no, okay. you're right. There it is. Yeah, Disney, Disney Infinity. Infinity and Skylanders. So I think those didn't those come before, or did those come after Amiibos or before? I don't. That know. yeah, tweet at us. I'm not sure about that one. I'll look it but, up while um, you're talking about this because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. need to know. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the PlayStation toys are going to come out uh, via Think Geek which is, of course, owned by GameStop, if you weren't sure, in GameStop's last-ditch uh, efforts to try and stay relevant. And um, they're supposed to come out on March 23rd. Um, right now, there's going to be seven figures initially released. Uh, you're going to have Kratos from God of War, Hihachi from Tekken, Hunter from Bloodborne, uh, Phasar FX350 from Wipeout, Sackboy from Little Big Planet, Parappa the Rappa, and Crash Bandicoot. So a couple of throwbacks in there with Parappa the Rappa and Crash. Um, well, I guess, I mean, uh, sure, uh, God of War and, um, what's it called? Little Big Planet are also, and Tekken are also old IPs, but I definitely feel like Parappa the Rapper is a, for sure a throwback. Um, 
but uh but yeah there's going to be some some of those dropping uh those should be coming out on march the 23rd and if you're interested in you know uh, they're supposed to be 10 bucks each if you're interested in copying those you're going to have to hop over to the think geek website um they don't have any nfc so you're not going to be using them like amiibo uh by you know tapping them on the controller and getting in-game items these are just going to be figures um, that you just use as like desk trash and uh, display them. Um, so, I mean, of course you can do the same thing with um, Amiibos and I feel like uh, putting them at this price point is a similar concept that Nintendo does with the Amiibos. Um, putting them at the $10 price point, Amiibos usually sit at the $12 price point unless they're particularly large Amiibos. Um, and it makes it a good and a pretty easy price point for you to be walking through the store and see one uh, from an IP that you're particularly familiar with and just choose to buy it despite the fact that you may not have that game or even that console. Did you um, uh, did you see the the new um, Pikachu um, fucking oh god what is it? like the um, Pikachu detective amiibo that that's coming uh, out? I think so. Yo, it is thick with two C's. It's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> is he wearing a, a little hat yeah he's wearing a detective hat like a okay. uh, sherlock holmes hat yeah i did see that actually <laughs> yeah i didn't i don't think i noticed his girth oh but... man well here's here's how you can determine it uh he's 30 bucks whoa that's and this a, is an amiibo that's a nice spicy amiibo yeah he's an wow. amiibo so yeah they had to they definitely had to put some extra money into that thickness um yeah. <laughs> Well, they had but to yeah. pay for all that food he's eating. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, speaking of games, Jake's favorite streamer, Dr. Disrespect, is going to be making his uh, his return. I almost said debut. His return in February. And, yeah, um, just in a couple, in a less than two weeks. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so sad because, oh, it's on a Monday, so... Uh, I gotta make sure because it's the day after the Super Bowl. Can't go too crazy that day. Gotta yeah. make sure I'm uh, I'm awake to watch the doctor do yeah, his uh, uh, dirty work. Turn on those uh, those Twitch notifications so that you can know for sure when your boy goes live. Um, yeah. We talked about on an earlier episode how he took a break from streaming uh, after admitting on stream that he was unfaithful to his wife. Um, that was in December. So he said that he was going to leave Twitch for a little while to focus on his family and his marriage. And um, so, yeah, apparently yeah. He, uh, he he did say that he wanted to, you know, work on things. He wanted to better himself, that he apologizes and, you know, this is not who he is. And this is not what he, like, represents or what he stands for, stands for sorry, on Twitch or uh, just, like, as a person in general. So he's uh, taken his break and he announced on Twitter uh, his comeback being uh, February the 5th. So... If you're a big fan of the doc, um, go ahead and tune in on his Twitch stream on February the fifth. Go ahead and you know add that reminder. Turn on. Yo, Twitch I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if his comeback is going to be better or bigger than uh, Tyler One's comeback. Oh yeah, that's I don't, true. I, he hasn't been gone nearly as long, so right. I don't think it will be. But I don't either, personally. Yeah. But <laughs> and plus, it would be interesting to see. I don't know because like Tyler One has a lot of. I they both have uh, a lot of subscribers. Yes, they do. But I do feel like I feel like the one difference might be well, not only like you said the fact that um, the doctor hasn't been gone nearly as long as Tyler, but Tyler g generated a lot of controversy controversy purposely by like being a d bag. So I feel like people who 
watched his stream and when he returned probably were fans as well as haters. Whereas I'm yeah. Not sure, yeah, I'm not sure well uh, how many haters Dr. Disrespect might have. Oh, man, know? but it could be pretty close, though, because <laughs> Dr. Disrespect actually has more followers than Tyler One. Oh, wow. So, just barely, but still. Yeah. Only I never would have guessed a couple, couple, <laughs> couple tens of thousands. It's yeah. a lot, but still. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, I, mean, I just looked them up, and their uh, Dr. Disrespect is apparently the 13th most followed person, and wow. Tyler One is the 23rd most followed. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. The heavy hitters on the Twitch community. They are, for real. For real. <laughs> um, but speaking of garbage people, no. Who, <laughs> <laughs> Ty- no. Tyler One and Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Oh, um, great people. Uh, I, I do actually like that. Um, I like Dr. Dispet. <laughs> but uh, in news about garbage people, um, a young woman by the name of Haley, sorry, Harley, um, like the motorcycle barber, I, I was thinking Haley, uh, Harley Barber, uh, who is now a former student at the University of Alabama, um, was removed from the university and kicked out of her sorority after she posted a pair of videos on her Instagram that were racially charged, um, much like a story that we talked about last year. Uh, it was, what was it say? A LOL player, I think, who uh, just... No, it wasn't LOL. I can't remember what Overwatch? game they were playing. Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was Overwatch, where that guy just went on just like a rant of saying the N-word over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this girl did a similar thing, uh, but unfortunately some people don't know how to dig themselves out of a hole. So she posted her first video, and she was in the bathroom, um, in a bathroom, not uh, in a public restroom, not in like a, her house, sorry. And um, she was talking to the camera. Um, it to me it seemed like she might have been intoxicated but she was talking to the camera and um she goes on at one part towards the end to uh say that she prefers to conserve water even though she doesn't like inwards and uh but then she goes on to say that i don't get it (laughs) oh well the sink was running sorry i didn't give you context the sink was running conserve water yeah, well, Wait, what so she turns with black people. I I, she turns off the sink and says that uh, she she pres- prefers to conserve water because uh, even though she hates inwards, she uh, turned off water, which saved water for a kid in Syria. I believe she said Syria, and um, so she was like, "I don't you know, think that's how water works, bro." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I didn't say she was the sharpest cookie, but uh, so uh, she goes on to say that uh, yeah, the sharpest, sharpest cookie. cookie in the pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the sharpest cookie in the shit. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she goes on to say that uh, you know this she she's conserving water and uh, she's helping out black people even though she doesn't like them and uses the N word a few times in the video and talks about how. Um, you know, she's in a sorority at the University of Alabama. So after posting the video, she received a little bit of backlash about her, of course, uh, racial epithets used in the video. And instead of um, doing what I feel like most sane people would do, which is either apologize or if you if you disagree um, with the views that you're receiving backlash about, you know, instead of apologizing if you don't think you did anything wrong, I feel like most people would probably just not do anything, you know, just kind of let it simmer and just move on with your life. Um, unfortunately, Harley was not this smart. Um, she decided to post another video, and in this video she was inside of the car with a bunch of her sorority sisters uh, from the Alpha Phi division in at uh, University of Alabama, and um, continued to go on about ranting about why she should be able to say the N-word, 
Um, and as she pointed out, despite the fact that this was uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, um, she said that she's in the South, in Alabama, and so that everyone can F off because she's from New Jersey, so she can say the N-word as much as she wants, and then goes on a similar style rant like the um, Overwatch player and just begins to say the N-word over and over and over and over again. Um, oh, man. Yeah, in the background, you can hear a couple of the sorority sisters saying that she should probably stop and not ah. post this video, and unfortunately, hit her. Uh, Sorry, Harley again did not have trouble that name. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, did not heed this warning. Um, I, I thought it was also interesting that in this, I believe it was in the second video, she goes on to talk about how she's wanted to be in the Alpha Phi sorority since she was in high school and how she's been working so hard. I'm not really sure what exactly you have to do to work hard to be in a sorority, but I think um, you have to pay she, money. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, how she's been kidding. working so hard uh, to to get into the sorority at the University of Alabama. And um, so, yeah, uh, she decided to, instead of listening to her, uh, I guess, uh, man, I can't think of the word that I was looking for, but instead Harley. of listening to her... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, instead of listening to her detractors, she decided to go on and explain as to why she was in the right. And um, unfortunately, the backlash that she received next was not only over social media. Um, the president of the University of Alabama was alerted to these two videos, and she was promptly suspended from the school, as well as removed from the Alpha Phi sorority. Uh, Alpha, the Alpha Phi sorority confirmed that she is no longer a member because she uh, does not espouse the values that Alpha Phi, you know, wants their members to have. Um, I think an interesting part was in a little interview with her. She says, I did something really, really bad. I don't know what to do and I feel horrible. I'm wrong and there's no excuse for what I did. And it's just like, hmm, well, I mean, sure, you did do something bad. But the, the I think the worst part about it is not only did you have people online telling you hey you should yeah. probably chill but you had people physically in your presence that were telling you you should chill and you still decided not to um right. yeah uh, she goes on to say no i'm an idiot there's no excuse i did something really bad and i personally i mean i don't know her of course but uh, i feel like she's kind of saying this in response to the fact that she is no longer enrolled in university and was removed from her sorority because it's clear that when she was under the impression that there would be no repercussions she decided to continue on about her point so right i don't know um basically just uh more dumb white bitches oh um, my god <laughs> well moving from one uh racist that should probably chill to another maybe racist that should probably chill <laughs> Uh, Logan Paul is coming back to YouTube, and I think he he already is back now. Uh, yeah. He made his debut just this week, uh, and he came back with a uh, kind of like a almost like an apology ish. Like he had a suicide prevention uh, video. If you don't remember, we talked about Logan Paul uh, two two mm-hmm. weeks ago on two shows ago, and how he was in Japan and uh, went to what the locals call the suicide forest and found a dead body and then proceeded to post a video of that dead body and him finding it uh on youtube and he had a lot of backlash he took a break a short short couple weeks and now he's back back at it again (laughs) fuck the haters yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so hello gang for life yeah um (laughs) so 
Yeah, uh, I did think it was interesting uh, how, and I'm not saying that he's not genuine in his apology. Uh, I know his his first apology did not seem genuine, but it did seem like someone put him in check, maybe slapped him upside the head, and he got it together. In his video apology, he did seem a lot more sincere. And I also understand that being a public figure, sometimes you have to do things solely because it's social protocol, regardless of whether or not you agree with it. Um, but I do have to say... I think out of all of the more recent controversies we've had, uh, I think it, Logan Paul must have an outstanding PR manager because he's doing a very good job at trying to like rectify the situation. I personally think. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, I do think that it was stupid, and I think that, of course, you know, we discussed on the previous episode that he had several opportunities to change the situation and chose not to but i think in the aftermath with hindsight being 2020 uh like i said he either has an outstanding uh, pr manager or he is sincerely sorry about this because not only making his first video back uh was like you said about suicide prevention he said that he was going to donate a million dollars to suicide prevention organizations um he didn't make his video all goofy and stuff like that uh, he says that, you know, this is just the beginning in, in the new video, and, uh, he, of course, he did receive backlash, not only from, uh, people on the internet, but as well as YouTube and things like that, and I don't know about you, but I'm not saying that I necessarily cared that much about Logan Paul in the beginning, but it seems like if there was any way to, like, try to apologize and rectify the situation, this is the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. I just, I don't know. I feel... I also feel like part of it is just the fact that his fans do not care. Yeah. Like, he could legitimately kill someone on fucking YouTube (laughs) and, like, post that video to YouTube. And they'd be like, fuck the haters. Paul's a savage. Yeah, Paul's a savage. So, (laughs) um, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. Uh, Watching this is just so, I don't know. Okay, obviously this is, like, probably his best move. Like Uh you said, PR. But, uh... Just, just knowing the garbage person that he is in his other videos, mm-hmm. just watching him trying to like he's got those puppy dog guys, and it's like I'm I'm trying to make up for it. I'm just like right. no, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You're such yeah. a a douchebag. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that, that, it's pro- probably because I just don't like the kid. But right, yeah, that's uh, that's on the level that I'm at. I don't particularly like him, but I think if you were trying to rectify the situation, this is a very good attempt at it. You know? But. 1.7 million people do like him, so yeah. that's how many people have liked this video, uh, and only 400,000 have disliked it. So obviously, I'm not uh, in the majority here. So people, right. people have forgiven Logan Paul, and yeah. I don't know. People always like those you know, second chances that Tyler won. So, yeah, <laughs> that reform, uh, a reform. So maybe this, maybe he does change. I don't know. The only yeah. you know what? Let's like posting the the. Uh, I personally feel like. He he did a couple Japan videos and like he was doing some kind of like racist maybe not uh, not full on racist but like definitely, definitely disrespectful things yeah. in Japan in a different yeah. video than the the suicide video and right. it's just like yo that fucking video is almost more offensive to me than the other video yeah he just because he says was wilding out in that other he's just video. like it's all about the respect I'm sure you've yeah. seen other people that have made fun of him talking about the respect and then then he goes on a rampage of not respecting any of the locals right yeah and literally I, I, throwing pokeballs at fucking uh cars and stuff yeah 
So yeah, I, I did, and he did receive backlash about that. Not that, you know, it was more of a situation where I think if he hadn't uploaded the next video where he was, where that someone was legitimately dead, I think he would have received more backlash for the the first video. But it was right. almost just like he dug the hole so deep that no yeah. one had much time to focus on the other one. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> if you are unfamiliar, speaking with of racist the... YouTubers, <laughs> this is just a segment. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! If you're unfamiliar with the current meme climate, um, <laughs> there is a recent PewDiePie-related meme um, called "But Can You Do This?" and uh, the, the the GIF or video, if you watch the entire video, features. The man himself, Pewds, leaning backwards all the way in a custom clutch-designed PewDiePie edition chair. And your boy ordered that chair. Oh, man. <laughs> so that I can do this. Um, unfortunately, if you want to jump on this PewDiePie bandwagon of buying this clutch chair for the low, low price of $3.99, you won't be seeing it anytime soon. Uh, unfortunately, if you order now, it looks like you're going to be getting your chair late Feb uh, slash early march so you're gonna have to wait a while to do this but when i can do this i will post do it live on yeah (laughs) live on audio yeah (laughs) you'll hear me slam my back into the bottom of a chair (laughs) i don't know man i i have not quite dipped into the the life of buying a, a gamer chair they're just like gaming chairs they're too brightly colored and, and yeah. i don't know like I, right now if i ever if a girl ever mistakenly stumbles into my room <laughs> confused on how she got yeah. there she if, if she opens your room door thinking that was the bathroom right yeah <laughs> she won't immediately look at my my chair and think to herself ah so that's where the magic happens <laughs> yeah she well, won't know my shame the deep yeah. shame there, there are two things that I uh, have with that same that same uh, argument. One, I don't have to worry about a girl accidentally stumbling into my room. Because uh, I always like the door, abysmal. mom! Yeah, because <laughs> the chances of that are pretty much abysmal. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, I do agree. Uh, when I was shopping for a chair, my chair recently broke. Uh, when I was shopping for a chair, I was kind of thinking in that, a similar mindset, except less of a girl. Um, and more of myself. Um, I uh-huh. was thinking because um, a lot of these more expensive chairs have pretty long warranties on them. So I was like, you know, let's say I feel like a good a good point in time is let's say five to seven years. And I was kind of thinking in five to seven years, would I still want a chair that is designed like this chair? And um, so a lot of them do fall into that category, like you were talking about, that are like really brightly colored and look kind of crazy. And I was just right. Like, like I'm looking on Amazon right now, and like they're almost all bright red or green. Right, yeah. There's also I've seen them uh, like uh, especially on oh, clutch chairs. Man, there's a pink do... one. Yeah, yeah, I just ordered it. One click. Um, one click. Yeah. <laughs> I just one clicked it. Yeah, um, I just one clicked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DXR Racer. On... <laughs> DX Racer. My bad. I I thought about getting a DX Racer, but especially on clutch chairs, they do make uh, some WWE edition uh, chairs, and those get into being very very brightly colored. I'm looking at one now that's yellow, pink, and blue. And uh, it's, you know, it's the logo of a particular, I'm not very familiar with WWE, um, but it's, you know, it's 
for one team of wrestlers or something like that. But uh, the thing that, uh, and of course they do make ones that are all black. And I um, considered getting a different one that was just completely all black because it looks more, you know, I guess businessy, if you will. I guess I'm not sure, but uh, it looks, I guess, more mature. But uh, um, the reason that I actually like the PewDiePie chair, which is words that I never thought I would say. Yeah. Um, if you look at the design of it, okay, so yeah, it does have the Brofist logo in the in the middle of the back, but of course you wouldn't see that when you're sitting in the chair. Um, but the reason I like the PewDiePie one is it's got it's like this fuchsia wavy color, and otherwise it's not really bright. Like it's just black and fuchsia, and I like the little wavy design. I don't think it looks like I'm a gamer, by the way. You know, I yeah. think it looks it, it just like it has a wavy design on it. I don't think it's that that crazy looking, not to uh-huh. me anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, sure. It's 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 not just a straight up black chair, but I was also you know trying to step outside my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I usually buy a lot of black things. <laughs> I just had a crazy idea that I will tell you after the show. That I'll tell <laughs> everyone else after we uh, hash out the details. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of PewDiePie chairs and clutch making them, has science gone too far? Oh man, that wasn't um, a <laughs> segue. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, speaking of racist YouTube. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> Scientists uh, have, of course, if you're familiar, a long time ago, uh, successfully cloned Dolly, Dolly the sheep. Dolly Parton, no. Yeah. <laughs> and um, ever since then, they have been trying to continue uh, efforts in cloning, and most recently, uh, Chinese researchers successfully cloned a macaque monkey fetus uh, two times. And they, uh, twicey, and they uh, came up with uh, two sisters. Uh, two, who's... two macaques. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being a child. <laughs> <laughs> two sisters, uh, I believe the names are pronounced Wawa and Zongzong. Um, and they used the same base- basic method of cloning that they used to create Dolly. And of course, um, now having cloned mammals that are closer evolution wise and DNA wise to being humans, of course, this puts us one step closer to human cloning. Um, they did have to remove a nucleus from monkey eggs to replace it with the DNA from the fetus, and then they planted those eggs inside of a female monkey to give birth to them. Um, apparently, it did take a lot of different tries, uh, like our good boy Thomas Edison, but um, they got it. And the interesting part is, if you, uh, upon their inspection of the DNA of both of the monkeys, um, they have identical DNA to one another. So, I mean... Sure, that does not, of course, have anything to do with their development as individuals and, like, how they will grow to uh, perform different actions and think. But otherwise, they are exactly the same, Um, which is a little bit creepy. (laughs) Um, According to the researchers, currently, both of them are healthy. Um, they, they don't have any kind of genetic abnormalities or any kind of things like that. And like I said, the most creepy part is that genetically and DNA-wise, they are exactly identical to one another. There are no differences between them. Um, so yeah, um, of course, you know, when it comes down to the moral, moral and ethical, uh, repercussions of cloning, that's uh, for a different podcast, um, but... I do think it's pretty interesting that how close we are to getting to, uh, you know, science-wise to getting to human cloning. And, of course, that is going to be an issue that we will have to cross. We'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it. But I think it's interesting how we've been slowly progressing and now we've moved all the way up to being able to clone monkeys. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. That was pretty cool. And also kind of creepy about how their DNA is exactly the same. Um <laughs> 
And um, I will have a link in the description to that story so you can see those cute, cute girls. Those are cute monkeys, though. Yes, they're adorable. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on with this story? (laughs) Oh, man! Uh, I love this story. It's a short one, but... (laughs) I love the title of of this story. (laughs) Jeez! Okay, I just watched the video for the first time. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) this is why you should not buy an iPhone battery. Um, and you just end, and that's the end of the story. All right, yeah, the next one. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I don't think I need like... to give you a list of reasons. I think it's implied. Yeah. Um, but uh, a young man in China was um, shopping through a Chinese electronics stores. Uh, sorry, a Chinese electronics store that um, has a tendency to be known to carry fake Apple products. And he was, you know, shopping for some parts, whether it's to fix his phone or to, you know, work on another phone, whatever the case may be. And he needed to purchase a battery. And, um, of course, being skeptical, given the reputation of this particular store, he wanted to make sure that the battery that he was purchasing was, in fact, actually a battery and not just, you know, like a a piece of metal or something like that wrapped uh, to look like a battery with a couple of cords sticking out of it. So, for some strange reason, his his method of testing whether or not this battery was real was to bite it. Um, He bit the battery, which, of course, if you're familiar with lithium polymer batteries and understand how they're designed, if you have the cells inside of the battery uh, touch one another, you can cause a short, which can lead to thermal runaway and, of course, an explosion. And this is what happened when he bit the battery. Uh, there will be a video link in the description. And uh, luckily, his face did not blow off. Um, that is good. Yeah, he was able to throw the battery away from him and others. I, I I don't know whether it was intentional or whether he was just trying to get it away from himself, but he did have a pretty good position to throw that battery that was exploding yeah. uh, in the video. And apparently I honestly, no one was hurt. It, uh, I'm really sad that it took us a whole year for us to get another exploding battery story. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it was caught on the CCTV in the store. And like I said, luckily, uh, strangely enough, no one was hurt. So um, a happy ending to a stupid person. Ah, um, stupid story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a happy ending to an idiot. Um, oh, man. I don't know so, if we have time to deep dive into this one. <laughs> oh, man. We might have to wait for another day. But uh, <laughs> I have to say that I was one of those normies that got uh, that raged into this. But I saw this commercial like a while ago. Or did you yeah. send it to me? Or I sent it to you, right? Yeah, either one of those two, but it was a long time ago. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that this is, like, coming up recently. Um, yeah, because but... it's kind of an old commercial. So the commercial, it shows this girl, young girl, like, she's probably, like, 9 or 10, uh, and she's got an iPad Pro, and she's, like, going about doing her day, doing, like, 10-year-old girl stuff, uh, going to school, you know, that usual mm-hmm. stuff. And, yeah. like, I don't know, doing iPad stuff. And then at the very end, uh, her neighbor comes over and she's like laying in the grass on her iPad. And her neighbor says like, "Oh, like what? What are you doing um, on your computer?" And the child responds with, "What's a computer?" Yes. And people <laughs> are triggered. Yes, uh, I don't think I've seen people get more triggered over three words than I have anything else so far. Um, so apparently, people take umbrage with the line, "What's a computer?" Um, of course, as we've discussed on previous episodes of our show, it does seem like it's, uh, to a degree, it has become like a trend to dislike Apple. Um, I think that in some ways... Trend? Clouded... It's always been like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, in some ways clouded some people's judgment of the commercial. Um, you guys hate the, the top dog. Yeah. And um, so I, I, did, I did particularly link the article that will be in the description because... 
I, upon reading legitimately the first sentence of this article, I don't think I've read an article where someone wrote the first sentence so incorrectly and then continued to write words. Um, because I, they... <laughs> I was prepared. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I was I'm prepared to piss off all of our listeners by saying <laughs> you have to hate Apple because it's Apple. You have to hate Samsung because they're shitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh you have to hate Samsung because they'll explode on you. <laughs> um, oh, um, but yeah, it, the first line of this article says Apple's new iPad Pro commercial seems to imagine a world where computers are obsolete. And of course, it's sparking quite a bit of anger. Now, I'm going to backtrack and I'm just going to give you the first part before the break. And that was Apple's new iPad Pro commercial seems to imagine a world where computers are obsolete and like i said previously i don't think i've read an article where in the first sentence you started the article so wrong and then yeah. continued to write personally <laughs> i don't think that the commercial imagines a world where computers are obsolete personally yeah. Um, I don't think that was the point of it, because if computers were obsolete, I don't think the woman across the fence would have asked the girl what she was doing on her computer. If you were living yeah. in a society where computers were no longer used at being obsolete, then I don't think she would have used that language. Regardless, um, normies are taking umbrage with the fact that uh, the girl says, well, it's a computer. And um, I personally, what I thought the commercial was more about wasn't to say that computers are obsolete, but I thought they were getting at the point that you will no longer associate a computer with being the black or beige box that sits next to the desk with the monitors and things like that. I thought the point of it was more the fact that she does the same things that you can do on what we imagine as a computer and she's doing it on her ipad so it's more right. like thinking your phone in your pocket is a computer your ipad yeah. is a computer your surface tablet is a computer your desktop right. is a computer as opposed to computer is the one that you sit at the desk and like this thing is a phone and this thing is a tablet i think the idea is that now everything is a computer so the girl is more not saying i don't know what a computer is it's more that she's saying you know like everything is a computer and thusly kind of nothing is at the same time you know like right which maybe she's uh, not right. so familiar with the terminology of calling this thing a computer because like everything is a computer and i, um, I do love reading <laughs> some of these tweets though about yeah. how triggered they are yeah this jazzy at the real c phantom Good morning to everyone except the what's the computer girl from the iPad commercial. <laughs> yeah. It's like Joe, yo, Chad Chad McHardcock, like, uh, settle down and fucking it's just a commercial. Yeah. Uh speaking of Chad, Chad Elwood says, <laughs> I wanna throw a brick at the TV when the hipster Apple was the computer commercial comes on. Yeah. It's like holy shit, normies. Why do you still have take cable? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that's I mean, just me. <laughs> I'm just that's... like, who still has cable in 2018? Anyways, right. You're it's... selling your soul to the cable company. <laughs> Jump ship while you still can. They oh, control yeah. your every cent. Uh, <laughs> I Anyways. guess that's what, I mean, personally, like I was saying at the beginning, I feel like it's just more trendy to just like be angry at something that Apple does. Um, and don't get me wrong. I'm not just like a being an Apple sheep. They've done stupid things. Don't get me wrong. But I yeah. thought this commercial was more interesting because it was thought provoking. I thought rather than just taking it at face value and getting triggered to me. Anyway, yeah. uh, apparently not everyone agreed with that. But um, yeah, I actually thought that commercial was pretty cool because of how 
not only with particularly Apple products, but in general, with how much further we're coming with things being closer to computers and you know how many things that we can do on more devices that you used to have to sit in a chair with a keyboard and a mouse and do this thing and now like you have a little computer in your pocket and you can do those similar things so i don't know but uh apparently i'm in the the, the minority on that one um so but, i think this next story is hilarious yes I love but that. the rapper 50 cent <laughs> Um, <laughs> in 2014, he let people buy his uh, his that newest album, Animal Ambition, using Bitcoin, and then he kind of forgot about it. Uh, well, <laughs> since then, the value of Bitcoin has gone quite quite up. Yes. Uh, and so your boy, uh, Fifty Cent, has made eight million dollars in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> And I love. I think the funniest thing about this uh, this story is when he was asked about it, he responded by saying, "I'm gonna keep it real. I forgot I did that shit." Yeah, <laughs> that is the best part. Um. <laughs> he's just got like eight million dollars worth of Bitcoin, and he's like, "Whoops, forgot about that." Oh, man. That's great. Oh, man. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought that was a, a pretty solid goops and gaff story because that's fucking hilarious. Um, yes. <laughs> but but let's we move have to some housekeeping. <laughs> we've got an exciting special last week story about because if you slept, well, I was about to say watched, if you listened to last week's episode, it was the Cuck Boy Spectacular. And you know <laughs> that from me saying those words, I'm allowed to say the word Cuck. Yes. Uh, I, after talking to a good sh- good friend of the show, Joe, didn't realize that if someone started listening since that January 2017 episode, <laughs> we might not have done a great job of explaining what was the hell was going on. Yeah. So uh, in January of 2017, we made a poll uh, between two words uh, that I would not be allowed to say one of those words for a whole year, and that mm. word was cuck, that voted on you, the public, um, <laughs> to... To kind of do a second edition, we're going to do the same poll, but this time it's going to be between two words for Fonz that he will not be allowed to say. Uh, I heard him saying some of those words during this show. Just I got to get him out now. Got to get out those demons now while you're still out. Um, So we just put up a a Twitter poll. You can vote there or you can send me, if you don't have Twitter, your own vote. however you want to do that or to fonts however you want to do that yeah if you don't know either of us and you don't have a twitter email us i guess i don't know you're out of luck (laughs) we might check it um (laughs) but here are the the drum roll the two words that you will you want to say the do the honest since you might not be allowed to say one of these words ever again Uh, two words are that two words on the poll you will be voting on are are cringe and the word buddy yes so as of this moment right now you have seven days to vote on our um on our twitter account that's at last week podcast and you can i like how you're just like as of recording this because you can y'all hear it live you have seven days so as of it being posted it'll be much less yeah (laughs) you'll have two days (laughs) you'll be able to vote on our twitter um at last week podcast on which one of those two words that i won't be able to say for all of 2018 unfortunately and a little bit of 2019 yeah, and also 
on our Twitter account, I'm going to announce the new app giveaway that we will probably end up, because we don't have that many Twitter followers, we'll end up pushing down from once a week to once a month in 2018. If we get an influx of Twitter followers, I yeah, will... Yeah, so if you've been listening and you're just like on the you fence... You don't have a Twitter? Yeah, We need make you a to make that Twitter to, so we can bump it up to weekly. So yeah. it really killed me, or killed Fonz to change it to <laughs> monthly. I made him. He wanted yeah. to keep doing it weekly. I told him after nine weeks we'd be running out of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The The main issue was the fact that we would run into like the same people winning over and over again. Oh, yeah. So but, speaking of which, congrats to uh, Stefan for winning the past three weeks. I don't know who that is, but good job. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Congrats no, to um, Adam. He won yeah. the first one, the first uh, giveaway. And yeah. and the last... uh, for for this week or the the one that will be announced, I guess like n- uh, now ish. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have on Twitter at Big Bird Plop. Um, you are going to win uh, Reigns for mobile the game. Um, Reigns is <laughs> a, a very brain there. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for oh, the follow. Man. Thanks for the like. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, I will be hitting in... you up on Twitter. You're in for a treat because that is a fun game. Yes. I have it for PC. Yeah. So Uh, that's going to be the next giveaway. Or that's the current giveaway. um, And that was announced on Twitter. And the giveaway for February is going to be, drumroll please. (laughs) I should edit in an actual drumroll instead of just making a horrible one with my mouth. (laughs) Oh, man. It's going to be the app we talked about at the beginning of the show, Die With Me. So um, if you get anxious when your phone is getting ready to die and want to chat with other people, um, you'll be able to win that from our February last week giveaway. Um, I'm guessing because we're going to do once a month, maybe we'll give a little bit more time um, instead of... So uh, we're currently recording on Friday the 26th, so instead of doing it in a week uh, on the 2nd of February, uh, I guess we can push it out to like, what, what the, the 14th? How about that? The fe- February the 14th. So likes on any episode links on any giveaway links whatever the case may be between now the 26th and february the 14th will be eligible for the die with me giveaway as well as uh, any patrons will be eligible automatically so um so yeah um so like we said earlier like i said earlier uh, our twitter account is at last week podcast uh, we follow the hashtag LWOTI. Uh, I will be using the hashtag giveaway alert on all of our giveaways and episode posts. That way you can make sure that you're entered in. Um, my personal Twitter account is at hobby underscore grade, and I track the hashtag front roll. Um, you can send us an email at lastweekontheinternet at gmail.com. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, as well we as check our, it so infrequently that yeah. I did not remember. <laughs> our um, our website is lastweekontheinternet.com, and we do have a Patreon account, speaking of patrons from earlier, um, and that can be found at lastweekontheinternet.com slash Patreon. We uh, do want to give a huge shout-out to our current patrons on Patreon. Got it that time. Nailed it. Um, that would be Adam, Brandon, and Lawrence. Thanks for holding it down for the Last Week Nation. Uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. Um, what else? I don't think we have any more social. No, I don't think that's... I always that's feel that. like we, uh, we like, have more social things, and then I remember that we're both hermits. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you can check our podcast out on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and on our Patreon account. All of those are free. Um, if you have the time, it would be awesome if you subscribe, if you like these episodes, um, as well as leave a rating and a comment. 
Um, I do try and read all of those. Um, so yeah, leave a rating and a comment, and uh, we'll check that out. Uh, take your friend's phone and subscribe to our podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, you. Oh wait, I also forgot. You can find us on Castbox as well. And whatever, uh, if you use a third-party podcast listening application on your phone, uh, as long as it checks the iTunes and Google Play database, it will be on there. So, so yeah. Uh, this was, I think, episode 63? Yes, episode sure, 63. Of um, Last Week on the Internet. And we'll catch you next week.